it's about progression, not perfection. And the aspect is a lot of times I feel like we have, especially high achievers, high performers, our product is what we can put out. And sometimes that's extremely dangerous because you're a human. You're not a product. Even if you're selling services, you're still a human first. And you have to know that within yourself. And I think that's an important part of looking in, loving yourself first, caring for yourself first, going through that progression because you're going to go through a lot of stuff. I do not know anybody in life that has not went through some sucky times and some amazing times. But in that state of suck, you're going to learn and it will not be perfect because no one is. So focus on progression. Perfectly said. If we're so trapped into perfection, that's just like a core sabotager in itself. We feel like we are not good enough unless we make that 100%. Or even some people say, I won't do it unless I put in... Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm among the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Sabrina, for the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. And today we have another exciting episode with Miss Emily Alraj. And we actually connected on LinkedIn and we chatted and then just boom, girls really got connected. We think really similar. Let's create something amazing for everyone who's listening in. And that's how we got together. So we'll be on each other's podcast and to help you to truly move forward in your life. So brief description of her. So her clients describe Emily as the energetic, wiser beyond her years and the person that gets things done. Hey, that's what we all need, right? And her husband described her as a blonde, good mom, and animal philanthropist. I have a golden doodle, so. (laughs) But if you ask her, she is just a lover of humanity, dark chocolate, and numbs as she will gladly nerd out with you on ways people, places, things, aka any nouns, go from stressed to strategy. And (laughs) she gained her love from her personal and professional experience, she was once a 21-year-old single mom fighting for her and her son's life. And she was a lead engineer who loved people more than machines. Also, she was an award-winning health strategist who despised how many programs were created for human workers and not human beings, even when the focus was on health and safety. Yeah, 
We are distracted by so many different programs out there, courses, yet another way to do things. Now, if we just continue to consume one thing after another, and we actually become paralysis analysis, feeling like we have to add more knowledge into our bank account instead of we just have to do. We just have to find the way that works for us because it's our unique self. So Emily, I'm so glad that you're here with us and thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. This is going to be a great conversation. I love that you talked about paralysis that happens is a big thing that we speak about is knowledge isn't always power because especially coming from the healthcare side, we really know how to eat right and we know we should sleep and we know we should do a lot of the things that we talk with our patients about. Yet, sometimes we don't do it. So what we say is you want knowledge to go to inspiration, that inspiration to transformation because knowledge and action is called wisdom. And that's our whole principle is about working wise. And that's what we found to get things done. Yeah, exactly. That's the amazing part is we get things done. And it's not just about we feel like we need another degree, another certification. And many people got trapped into that, don't you think? And they feel like, well, if I don't have that title, then I'm nobody. Mm -hmm. Except you lived so long. You did your own research. You have conducted many experiences to make you work. And clearly, all of us don't just live on a pedestal and then life are not that easy. You've gone through health scares with yourself and with your son. And then just like myself, I got trapped into something I felt like I have to prove myself, continue to work, right? Exhaust myself, become that cynical person and pull myself back. So we all gone through something, right? So what do you think is the bigger message that you want people to hear from? For me, speaking on that is it's about progression, not perfection. And the aspect is a lot of times I feel like we have, especially high achievers, high performers, our product is what we can put out. And sometimes that's extremely dangerous because you're a human. You're not a product. Even if you're selling services, you're still a human first. And you have to know that within yourself. And I think that's important part of looking in, loving yourself first, caring for yourself first, going through that progression because you're going to go through a lot of stuff. I do not know anybody in life that has not went through some sucky times and some amazing times. But in that state of suck, you're going to learn and it will not be perfect because no one is. So focus on progression. Perfectly said. If we're so trapped into perfection, that's just like a core sabotager in itself. We feel like we are not good enough unless we make that 100%. Or even some people say, I won't do it unless I put in 120% of my effort, right? And how crazy is that? There's so many more important things in life. If you put 120% in everything that you think about quote unquote important, what is there left in, in how you wanted to grow, how you wanted to show up? Yeah. And I think that's really important because technically there's only 100%. Like you can't do 120 I'm a physiologist, so I love how the body works. And your body only can work at a certain level. And actually, it does not like 100% all the time because you're killing all of its energy. It actually likes at 70 to 80%. Like even if we're doing the exercise, we want you to work out at 70 to 80% to get the gain. If you're going at 100%, you're going to hurt yourself because your body's not sustained with that. 
But just as it works physically, it also works mentally. And how a lot of times we are go, go, go. Again, going back to the product, let's be perfect. Let's hit that 100. Oh, not just 100, 110, because that's what I remember in basketball when I play basketball. That's what the coach, give 110% of your effort. And like, I understand he was trying to be motivational, but that's like, you're achieving past perfect. Like you already hit the 100 and now you're going to 110. Like, or like whenever you had your grades and they gave you extra credit, you know, and you were the kid that got 104, you know, it's like, seriously, these are not real life. This does not happen in real life. So what I talk about a lot of times is if you have a car, your car, what if you revved it at hundred percent all the time? It would die. It would burn out. It would need maintenance. Same thing for us in our body. We would burn out. We need maintenance. We need to find ways to get us at our optimal level and figuring that out. It's all individualized based, but you can do that. It's through trial and error and learning what works for you. Because we're all so unique and accept that uniqueness, highlight that, right? And sometimes people don't even understand how unique they are. And that takes another person to have that conversation with you to see Maybe the things that come to you so naturally, so easy, you actually should be doing more of that. And when you think about those things that come easy to you, do you also, this is key part, have a passion in it? When we're able to put our passion and profession into the same bucket, then that's what truly naturally light you up and making great strides in life. If we're just feeling like, oh, I have this passion, right? Too many people have too many passion. And then you become what? A distraction. And mm-hmm. for the people who feel like, well, I'm good at a lot of things, but do I really want to edit paper for school? Do I really want to search for all the background event information. I'm good at hosting event, but I just don't enjoy it. And those are really burdens, right? So do you really want a burden or distraction in your life? Or you actually just want to be in your zone of genius and in your zone of what you truly naturally good at? How good would that feel? It feels amazing. And I'll say that from experience because there's two things I hear from that is Kevin Monroe, one of my good friends, he has a podcast called The Extraordinary Life or Extraordinary Life. And in the principle, as we were talking about it, what your zone of genius typically is, is something that you think is ordinary, that you don't understand. That's why I love having people to come in and be like, oh, you know that you're unique at this. You know this comes easy at you or with you. Or it may be something since you've been a child that you have just always People have always came to me for advice since I was a kid. And I never knew until later on. I'm like, okay, this is my thing. I take advice and I do things with it. People like me for that. Like, But it's my extra. It's the thing that I'm good at. But to say also, if you ever get an email from me, it says the kiss of death is to be the genius with 10,000 helpers. Instead, be the genius with 10,000 geniuses. Just because you have a zone of genius and you may think you have a passion for something, you still need your geniuses around you. So my team of people, my company's called Works Being at my my company, everybody has their different zones of genius and they're so different from me. But I love that because where my strength is in one area, theirs is in another. And together, we, it's that cliche, but together is better. For us, it has been so amazing to see the work that we've done and things that I could have never thought of. And it just takes it to the next level. 
Yeah, and that's the one part when we talk about influence and leadership. It's about not knowing your type of leadership because just know what you're naturally good at doesn't really mean it will fit into other people. Therefore, what a true leader that create good influence is connecting with those around you, bring out the best in them. So then you become a talent magnet. And think about that way. When you are naturally attract good people to you and their talent are amplified, how quickly can you accomplish something? And what I call them a army of walking ambassadors, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a unique idea, people are already trusting, loving you, and you know all their genius zones, and then you can sign the correct, the true natural talent to that person, that task. They're already loving doing it and they're good at it. So what else is there to question? And you can sit back more and because you're working in what you're only naturally good at and passionate about too. Mm -hmm. And I think there's one caveat that always happens with me with this is that I still sometimes I love to delegate. It's a new thing I'm learning. I've been doing it for about a year and a half now. And it because from the world that I came of in wellness, there's usually a team of one. And so you have to be really good at a lot of things. And it's that letting go. It's the letting go of the ego and saying, they may not do it exactly as I would do it. But as long as it's 80% to my standard, and then we're going to come together and discuss it. Because that's the sometimes I feel that as leaders, we can, personally, I can struggle at, is that I still want to have my touch or my flair. But it's still what may speak, what, how I might speak to one person may not speak to another. And we have that even in our own group. I have two different people. They're both very introverted. I'm obviously not. So they can speak each other's language a heck of a lot better than I can. And so having people and delegating even that leadership and having self-management and self-coaching as well to come together and again, cliche, come together for better. Yes, right? That's the big message is knowing that we are all have different personalities, different view in life, different things that just lights us up. And that's more important for the right people, right? When we say like-minded, it's difficult to find people who are just clicks naturally. So why not allow them to grow and help each other in their zone? And while other people can be in the different angle, and then when you come together, then the sparkles shine. Mm -hmm. Because yes, I think all of us, right, high performers wanted to have our own stamp on it because we have that little bit. Oh, if I just controlling some part of it, and then at least I know how this is going to come about. But if we're controlling so many things, then you're creating anxiety for yourself when people don't do it right. And they become more stressed and anxious when they couldn't match your standard. And actually, at the end of the day, sometimes we are not super clear on what the ultimate result looks like. And if we haven't communicated that with other people, then they couldn't even shine to create that dream for everyone. Yeah, I love that. And something that comes from that is too, is whenever you take control, you kill their learning. And so you're killing what other people may gain. And as a leader, my goal is to help my people be better every day, 1% better. We're not going 110, 1% because that's more realistic. Some days maybe 10, some may be zero. Some may feel like negative 50, you know, depends if there's a pandemic happening or not. But all that to say, 
it is very important to make sure that you, in the process of delegation, you can have them learn, even if you know it. Like we do a process on ours is, do you have the energy for it? Do you have the time for it? And then if you don't, delegate it out. We have accountability task and we can keep together. But for it all together is what I say is we don't want like-minded people so much. We want like-hearted. And whenever you come from the same values and come from the same heart, you can't, for my team, our heart is the mission of humans and bringing humanity to the work environment. And that means how do humans design and putting them in proper biophysiology measures and our psychological measures. All that to say is we all have the same heart with it. Our mind's totally different. I have a psychotherapist. I have a leadership coach. I have me who has a background in engineering and physiology. Our minds are definitely not the same. But whenever you come in and bring it together, it does. You'll see greatness that comes from it. And you're going to allow them to learn. Yes, because there are people who are more logical and who need to have all the processes thought out versus the people who more like me, I am like a big picture person. I wanted to have the end, the bigger thing that makes more realistic. And then people understand what that even feel like, right? Most people missing is if you don't even know what the feeling toward your end goal is, right? And then it just become this dream in your head and no one do anything about it because then it's just a dream. It doesn't seem realistic. And mm-hmm. so I would love you to share a little bit more about like what you do as your company and uh, how people find you when they are so clicked into your work. So y'all to find me, I am on LinkedIn mostly at Emily Elrod, but also my company is called Workspeed and I have an amazing and blessed team. And we help people go from stress to strategic. And why we say that we do it a little bit different is because we add humanity to it. And we use that by like, right now, a lot of people are stressed. And you hear about fight, flight, and freeze. There's actually three more responses. There's fake, and then there's care and connect. And so what we do is whenever we're stressed, we help people look at their environments, see what is owning them, see if there may be some processes. There may be actual, some conversations that need to be said, you know? But how can we, when we're stressed, actually get into that care and connect phase instead of our thought pattern that we have to fight, fight, fly, or freeze? So we do fun things like that. We do coaching and we do courses. But most importantly, we do people and accountability because we like to get things done. So find us over at workspeed.com, W-O-R-K-Z-B-E.com. That is amazing. I always love it for Emily to chat with us. It's just so much fun and just so natural. And we know that humans are different and we need to embrace that uniqueness within us. And sometimes the first step is let's discover your uniqueness. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And when we know how special we are, how to leverage that skill and knowledge even better, then your knowledge become power. Just because we build and grow, learn, podcast, read books, take courses, doesn't mean you're automatically able to step up into your full potential. You can run it because we always have sabotaging behaviors. We got stuck into the negativity, don't know how to pivot and understand that there is more to life by collaborating, by leveraging, by delegating. Things are going to come to you 
a lot more efficient and you're going to maintain your joy. And so thank you so much, Emily, for sharing your wisdom with us. And we would love it for anyone who enjoyed the episode to leave us a review on iTunes so we know what we can do further for you and share this episode for other people who really need to hear the message because we can all be unique. We don't have to be bogged down by pandemic, our internal or external expectations. So super appreciate everyone listening in. And again, thanks, Emily. Thank you. All right, my friend. How did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more question on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash powerful passionate where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate where you no longer working on any mundane work and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.